Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Tonight, two Americans are back in Israel after being held hostage by Hamas for nearly two weeks. What we're learning about their conditions and what their release means for about 200 men, women and children still held captive in Gaza. Here are tonight's headlines. The new details about the mother and daughter freed tonight and how Qatar played a role in securing their release. We continue to be so happy and thankful for Natalie and Judith coming out of the hands of murderers. The border crossing in Gaza remains closed. Aid stuck in Egypt. Tonight, the protests across the Middle East and turning violent in the West Bank. The fury here is not only aimed at Israel, but also at President Biden, who these protesters say have given unconditional support to Israel as it continues to bomb Gaza. A manhunt is underway here in Maryland after a judge is shot and killed outside his home amid a growing fear for the safety of judges across the country. Why a New York judge is threatening Donald Trump with jail time. Guilty. As another co-defendant could testify against the former president in the Georgia case. Three strikes, he's out. Jim Jordan loses a third vote for Speaker of the House. Half of Congress remains paralyzed. The latest nominee to be House Speaker is rejected by dozens in his own party. Tens of millions of Americans face a wet weekend where the Nor'easter is headed. Good morning, guys. And we go on the road with the grandma spreading love and building community with the most important meal of the day. She's just like a built-in grandma to all of us. She really cares for us. We benefit from her. She benefits from us. It melts my heart. Thank you for joining us. We begin with breaking news out of Israel. We are learning new details about the two American hostages who are free tonight after being held captive by Hamas for nearly two weeks in Gaza. This is the first photo of a mother and her teenage daughter taken just moments after they crossed the border into Israel and into safety. Natalie Renan and her mother Judith, who are from the Chicago area, were in Israel to celebrate a family member's 85th birthday. 
The 17-year-old's father tonight telling CBS News his daughter is doing okay. This picture just released shows President Biden speaking on the phone with them, saying they have the full support of the U.S. government as they recover from the unimaginable. There are still about 200 hostages from 40 countries being held in Gaza. And tonight, the border crossing with Egypt remains closed despite an agreement to allow much-needed humanitarian aid into the region. The Secretary of State saying he expects we'll, quote, see that moving soon. We have team coverage tonight, starting with CBS's Charlie Daggett in Tel Aviv. Good evening, Charlie. Good evening to you, Nora. An Israeli spokesman said tonight the two women are safely in the hands of Israeli troops. Uh, personnel from the Red Cross helped escort them from Gaza into Israel. Relatives of other captives here welcomed the release, appealing for more hostages to be freed. Judith Renan and her 17-year-old daughter, Natalie, had come to Israel to celebrate the 85th birthday of Judith's mother. Israeli officials say they were kidnapped by Hamas gunmen from the Nahal Oz kibbutz, not more than a few hundred yards away from Gaza during the militant group's murderous rampage on October 7th. These two Americans are now safely in the hands of Israeli authorities in Israel. We welcome their release. We share in the relief that their families, friends, and loved ones are feeling. But there are still 10 additional Americans who remain unaccounted for uh, in this conflict. We know that some of them are being held hostage by Hamas, along with an estimated 200 other hostages. Meyer Hecht is their rabbi in Evanston, Illinois. This news that Judith and Natalie have been released from the hands of Gaza Hamas terrorists is overwhelming. And really, we have this tremendous gratitude to God. The breakthrough came tonight when Hamas announced it was releasing the two Americans on humanitarian grounds following negotiations through Qatari mediators. Later confirmed by the Israeli Defense Forces spokesman, saying they are within the territory of Israel and in the arms of the army. U.S. officials say a small number of Americans scattered and hidden away amid catastrophic destruction and violent chaos in Gaza. Today, a symbolic ceremony was held by family members in Tel Aviv. 203 empty seats at a Shabbat dinner their loved ones may never join. Getting the hostages out alive during a major ground invasion is a challenge not seen on this scale here before. It's a war zone. Yeah, it's different than other hostage-taking scenarios. This is a different sort of scenario. This is a war zone. Doron Avital is the former commander of Israel's elite special forces unit, Sayeret Matkal. Extracting hostages in the middle of an active war zone is the last option. You're going to have troops that are moving in, troops that are coming under fire. You're going to have booby traps, tunnels, snipers. And within that scenario, you're going to have... I think it's a major challenge and a challenge that Israel never encountered in the past. He told us in the event of a full-scale invasion, specialist hostage teams would actually work in tandem with invading Israeli forces. But even then, the hope is that negotiations would still be taking place on the ground rather than trying to rescue the individual hostages by force. Nora? You know, Charlie and I wonder, since those hostages were released, have the airstrikes stopped? 
Uh, actually, our colleagues inside Gaza said the airstrikes stopped at about 12.30 this afternoon, about five hours before the hostages were released. And as far as we know, they haven't resumed since. That's a bit of news. Charlie Daggett, thank you. Tonight, there are still around 500 American citizens who remain stranded inside Gaza, unable to escape. This as the border crossing with Egypt remains closed to those looking to flee and trucks carrying humanitarian aid. CBS's Imtiaz Tayeb reports from the West Bank, where violent protests continue. Israeli forces mass along Gaza's northern and eastern borders as it prepares for a ground war. But along the Palestinian territory's southern front, repairs are underway at the Rafah crossing with Egypt as 90 trucks of humanitarian aid wait to get in and foreign passport holders, including U.S. citizens, wait to get out. Gaza is in desperate need of aid, but as Israel strikes only intensify, in the south where more than 600,000 have taken refuge, some are now leaving, saying they'd rather die in their own homes. While in the Israeli-occupied West Bank, stone-throwing Palestinians bitterly confront Israeli forces, who strike back hard. Israeli snipers shot at several protesters. We witnessed at least three and caught the moment one injured protester was put in an ambulance. Since Hamas's deadly rampage, 82 Palestinians have been killed in the West Bank. The fury that these protesters have isn't just at Israel and its bombardment of Gaza. It's also at President Biden, who they say is giving Israel unconditional support. Unconditional support that has allowed Israel to kill in Gaza with impunity, say protesters in Cairo, as they pour into Tahrir Square during a day of rage. There were even massive demonstrations in the war-torn capital of Yemen, Sana'a. In Turkey's largest city, Istanbul, they burnt an effigy of Israel's prime minister and the U.S. flag. The fear now is that these widespread demonstrations could evolve into a regional war, a war the U.S. could find itself dragged into if it doesn't address the fury across the Middle East as Israel continues to bomb Gaza and gets ready for its massive ground invasion. Nora. MTS Tayab, thank you. For more on what impact the release of the American hostages may have on this rapidly evolving conflict, let's turn to CBS Chief Foreign Affairs Correspondent Margaret Brennan. All right, Margaret, you heard Charlie Taggett say the airstrikes have stopped for now. What does this mean for a potential ground invasion? Well, it is possible that this was part of Hamas's strategy to slow down the potential of a ground invasion. But that's ultimately up to the Israelis. And what diplomats tell me is they are focused instead on really trying to maximize this window of opportunity. They know that they have a short period of time to try to get more hostages out. And they see this as proof of concept. They now know that they can negotiate with Hamas through Qatar. And so they're hoping they can replicate this. We also heard from the Secretary of State today there are still 10 Americans unaccounted for, some of them being held hostage. Why did Hamas release this mother and this daughter? No one's quite sure of Hamas's motivations, but it was noted to me that of all 200 hostages, they were two Americans who reside in Illinois. These weren't just any dual nationals. So why prioritize two Americans ahead of everyone else? It's interesting that President Biden so loudly emphasized his interest in this, even broadcasting parts of that Zoom meeting he had. That's really rare with hostages to up the price on their heads by showing how uh, important they are. But in this case, it may have helped. 
Margaret Brennan, thank you. And CBS News will have a primetime special, Israel-Hamas War, The World on Edge. That's tonight at 10 p.m. And Margaret will have more on the evolving conflict this Sunday on Face the Nation. Now to the dysfunction and utter chaos on Capitol Hill. After three failed attempts, House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan was removed as the nominee to be the next speaker by members of his own party. CBS's Scott McFarland reports the only thing certain among Republicans is the anger. For Ohio Republican Jim Jordan, his race to be speaker, second in line to the presidency, was like quicksand. Speaker has not been elected. The harder he fought, the deeper he sunk. It's time for him to step down. Get somebody with a clean slate with no baggage. Bleeding support, Jordan was forced to leave the race today, ending a fight that included anonymous threats against Republicans who had voted against him on the House floor. At least three members acknowledged they received threats, and Nebraska Republican Don Bacon reported his wife got anonymous text messages that her husband wasn't a team player. I think any efforts at any level to try to intimidate or to try to pressure, um, first, backfire, and second place are unacceptable and, and, and have to be rejected in the strongest of terms. Jordan denied he or his allies had any involvement in the threats. Some of your colleagues feel threatened. Is there more you can do to tamp that down? We, that, the, that is, there's no place for that. We've been totally against that. Nearly three weeks after voting to remove then-Speaker Kevin McCarthy, the House remains stalemated, with Republicans unable to unify behind a successor. It's astonishing to me, and um, we are in a very bad position as a party. Until the U.S. House reopens, the president's request for $105 billion in aid for Israel and Ukraine is frozen. And the earliest they'll vote on a new speaker contender is Tuesday morning. Nora. Scott McFarland, thank you. An urgent manhunt is underway after a Maryland judge was killed in the driveway of his own home on Thursday. Police are calling it a targeted attack. The judge had presided over the suspect's divorce case earlier in the day. CBS's Jeff Begays has the new details on this disturbing crime. 52-year-old judge Andrew Wilkinson had just arrived home after work when the gunman opened fire. His wife and son were at home at the time. Sheriff Brian Albert is leading the investigation. This was a targeted attack on Judge Wilkinson. Police are searching for 49-year-old Pedro Argote. Just hours before the shooting, investigators say the Washington County Circuit Court judge presided over the suspect's divorce hearing, granting custody of Argote's four children to his wife. We have uh, responded to the residents for verbal domestic assaults two times within the last uh, few years, but no no uh, criminal record that we're aware of. Threats against judges have been increasing nationwide. In 2021, federal judges were the target of more than 4,500 threats and inappropriate communications. In Hagerstown, it's unclear if the suspect knew where the judge lived or just followed him home. We've known him for years. Mo Kalela lives down the street from where the shooting occurred. He was always nice to us, always waved to us. Take a look at the photograph of the suspect that law enforcement is now circulating. He is considered armed and dangerous. And right now, investigators believe that he may be driving a silver Mercedes. Nora, we found out late this afternoon that U.S. Marshals are now involved in this intensifying manhunt. Jeff Begays, thank you very much. 
In another potential blow to former President Donald Trump, a second attorney has pleaded guilty in Georgia's election interference case. Kenneth Cheeseborough admitted to putting forward a fake slate of GOP electors in an effort to undermine the state's 2020 election results. Trump attorney Sidney Powell took a similar plea deal Thursday, requiring them both to testify against other defendants, which could include Donald Trump. The former president was hit with a $5,000 fine and threatened with jail time today for violating a gag order in his New York fraud trial. The judge said a social media post attacking the judge's clerk remained visible on Trump's campaign website more than two weeks after he was ordered to take it down. A nor'easter is expected to make this a wet, windy and chilly weekend for millions in the east. We've got the details next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. A heartbreaking scene in Baltimore as firefighters held a somber procession for a fellow firefighter who was killed on Thursday. Rookie firefighter Rodney Pitts was 31 years old. Four other firefighters suffered burns battling this intense fire at a row house. Baltimore's fire department, which just swore in a new fire chief, came under scrutiny last year after three firefighters were killed when a burning row house collapsed. Tonight, tens of millions of Americans are in the path of a nor'easter that's moving in. It's expected to bring heavy rain and powerful gusts from Virginia to Maine between now and Sunday, with some areas getting more than two inches of rain. Higher elevations could get snow as a blast of cold air hits the region. In New York, this will be the 20th out of 21 weekends where it rained at least once between Friday and Sunday. Spirit Airlines suddenly cancels dozens of flights. We'll explain why next. Spirit Airlines says it had to cancel some of its flights today after it removed 25 planes from service for mandatory inspections. FlightAware reports nearly 100 Spirit flights were canceled today and more than 80 on Saturday. Spirit expects flights to be disrupted for several days and it's urging passengers to monitor their email and check their flight status on its website. On the Road is next with a lesson in caring like only a grandmother can do.
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Finally tonight, they say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. CBS's Steve Hartman found one home where it's good for the body and the soul on the road. They come together at the crack of dawn from all directions, converging on this tiny house in St. Louis, Missouri for their weekly Wednesday visit with 66-year-old Peggy Winkowski. It's raining. Grandma Peggy brings everyone together. She's just like a built-in grandma to all of us. She cares for us a lot. She really cares for us. The students who visit Grandma Peggy attend Bishop DeBerg High School and are part of what they call the Wednesday Breakfast Club. Seeing the spread, you can understand why kids might want to come here. But what isn't so clear is how Peggy got roped into hosting. The Wednesday Breakfast Club actually used to meet at this diner. Until one day, a kid named Sam Crow said, you know, my grandma could cook better than this. So the next Wednesday, they showed up at her doorstep. I'm like, okay. And they came all school year every Wednesday. That was back in 2021, and it continued merrily until that day when all joy was lost. About a year and a half ago, Peggy's grandson Sam, a sophomore at Bishop DeBerg, was killed in a hit and run. The boy was beloved. So of course, breakfast was the last thing on anyone's mind. And yet, the very next Wednesday, and virtually every Wednesday since during the school year, the kids have returned to Grandma Peggy's in numbers far greater than before. Sam would be so proud. Look at what he started. Everyone coming together for a heaping helping of healing. It melts my heart. It's really not about the food. It's just about being together. We benefit from her. She benefits from us. It's like we feed off each other. And we're like keeping his memory alive. Good morning, guys. Everyone grieves differently, but those who manage it best always seem to blanket themselves with kindred spirits, sharing the burden, teaching each other to laugh again, and building tradition to make sure those memories are as snug and sustaining as a warm meal at Grandma's. This is the best morning. Steve Hartman, on the road in St. Louis. Makes Wednesday so much fun. We needed that this week. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. We'll see you at 10 p.m. for the CBS News special, Israel-Hamas War, The World on Edge. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.
If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.